Good afternoon, y'all. Welcome to the monthly. It is my six-month episode. I'm so excited to finally be here. We made it, Coochie Gang, so cheers to us. It has been a hell of a journey. It has been an interesting journey. Everything that I've experienced, learned, and everything, the people I met along the way, the people that have helped me along the way, everybody has paid, played a centrifugal part to what I'm trying to have going on here at the monthly. And I'm so excited again just to have y'all here with me today um, to celebrate the monthly, to celebrate women, to celebrate our reproductive justice and our reproductive rights because we have rights. And in a post-Roe world, um, it's so many things that are uncertain. So I just appreciate y'all for rocking with me this long. And I hope I continue to grow with y'all and glow with y'all. Um, shout out to Shariah with Urban Legends for coming last month um, and doing the episode with me. Um, Don't Deal Heal. Um, it was a really good episode. It was very informative on her behalf. Um, if you haven't yet, I have all of her links over on the YouTube video. It's already been posted. Um, also, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all are aware of that. Um, and one in 10 women or in men um, suffer or have suffered um, from an abuser with domestic violence. So I just want to recognize all the survivors. I want to honor the ones we've lost uh, due to domestic violence. I was a victim of domestic violence. But again, I've always said I'm not a victim. I am a victor. I've never claimed it. Um, and I feel like now I'm stronger for it. So I just wanted to recognize that really quick before we got into um, today's topic. Uh, today's episode is entitled but do I matter though? Because, I mean, we ask ourselves that question just in life. We ask ourselves that question just on a regular basis. Like, does this matter? Do I really matter to be, be doing this? Um, it's a little bit more deeper when it's dealing with your body. Um, nobody knows your body better than you know your body. And I've always felt that for the majority, people don't fake about things that are going on with them as far as ailments. I mean, who would want to wish that on themselves? You know what I mean? Um, but when it comes to like the women's reproductive system and just history, as far as doctors, as far as gynecologists, healthcare professionals, just in general in the healthcare field, insurance companies, employers, and the insurance companies, um, when it comes to all of those entities understanding what a woman has going on, they're very tone deaf. It's very tone deaf. It's almost non-existent. Um, just had a friend from my previous job. Um, she's currently pregnant. I think she has her baby in March of next year. However, the job is trying to oust her because, I mean, the closer this woman gets to um, having her baby, She's going to be going to the doctor more times than she was in the beginning. Like she's getting closer to her due date. So why wouldn't you guys honor these? She's been at the company over a year, so she'd be able to get whatever FMLA or whatever it is that she needs. However, they're trying to terminate this lady because they're trying to say she was absent when she had to do go do her doctor's appointments. And I just feel like that parallel is not even there. It's just... 
away because this is an at-will state. I live in Oklahoma. This is an at-will state and they can fire you pretty much for any reason, unfortunately. And reproductive issues or being pregnant or whatever does not fall under the umbrella of being protected. So unfortunately, um, that is something that happens with, like I said, a lot of employers, healthcare professionals, healthcare, you know, buildings, hospitals, insurance companies, all of that. Um, when I first started really recognizing what I had going on as uh, PCOS, because I didn't find out I had endometriosis until I was 29, about to have surgery for fibroids. Um, but the first gynecologist that I had was a guy. So that automatically spooked me out. I backed out. I didn't even go to the first appointment because I found out the day before that it, it was a husband and wife team. And I had gotten booked or registered under the man, not the woman. So I immediately backed out. And then I had to go back on the hunt for another gynecologist. Um, I found another gynecologist. It was a woman that time. And she was so dry to me with everything that I explained, especially because her whole thing was, well, you haven't had a kid yet. So these are issues that you probably shouldn't be experiencing. Um, you know, she tried to tell me to lose weight. She tried to tell me, you know, all of the common things that doctors say to try to shoo you away. But hey, give me your insurance money, but there's nothing really wrong with you. Um, I got that from her. Um, so she did one ultrasound on me. And after that, she didn't even really tell me what I had going on. She just said that it was my fallopian tubes and that she was going to recommend me to a specialist. Said specialist was going to do an ink test is what they called it, where they shot a, I don't know, some type of blue liquid um, stain into your ovarians, I mean, your fallopian tubes. And if the substance gets stuck in your fallopian tubes, then you have a serious reproductive issue. If it doesn't do that and it spills out, you can have a baby. But at the time, I wasn't covered under any real insurance. The job that I had didn't have any real insurance like that. So the visit alone, just like the consultation, was going to be $500. At that time, that was just $500 I did not have. And so I just had to forego once again seeing what was wrong. All the time, I'm pretty sure my body is responding to whatever issues that I have going on because every month I'm still having harsh periods. I'm still trying to work through my periods. I'm still trying to function and do other things through my periods. And it was really just a tough time until I found Dr. Duran, um, who ended up being my surgeon uh, to remove the fibroids that I had on top of my uterus. Um, so once I found Dr. Duran, she was the one that was thorough with me, that ran through everything that I really needed to be doing as far as my body was concerned to fight back against more cysts growing possibly. Um, at the time I was married. And so um, in the earlier years of our marriage, we tried to conceive and it was unsuccessful because I had these unknown issues going on. I didn't know what was going on. Um, but she was able to find those cysts, find those fibroids for me. Um, and she still gave me a choice, even though surgery was what I wanted. She still gave me a choice as to if I wanted the surgery or not. 
she even considered my husband's opinion, which I didn't care about because this is my body either way. <laughs> like he would have had no jurisdiction over there either way. But um, I went through with the surgery. I got the surgery. The surgery was successful. Um, she was upfront with me about cysts possibly growing back and what to do in that situation. However, and you know how to take care of my body as my body was healing after the surgery. However, again, like I said, I was married at the time and it became a very physically abusive relationship uh, because he was a drug user. Um, and because of that, he was checked out a lot. I didn't really have the emotional support that I guess I required in that time, um, especially after the surgery, because directly after the surgery, not even 72 hours after surgery, um, I got stumped out in a tub by him. Um, he had on a pair of steel toe boots. He had just got home from work, but he'd been high. Um, and I don't know what about the house or whatever angered him, but he'd known that I just had surgery. He'd gone with me to when I for me to go have the surgery. He didn't want to be there, but he was there. Um, however, he just had total disregard for me and what I had going on and me trying to heal. Um, and yeah, basically stomped me out in a tub. Um, so now I have issues with the right side of my pelvic area um, because it's still a weak side. And I believe he possibly damaged my right fallopian tube by doing so. Um, so now I'm just trying to do the corrective work with my body. Um, I'm not as disciplined with diet and things of that nature. Like I should be to be helping aid it. I want to get into more natural remedies as to aid my body. Um, honestly, at some point, I want to be off of the birth control hormone I'm on. Um, I'm only on it to keep the cysts away for right now. Um, but I'm just trying to be cautious because I'm getting older um, and things of that nature. And I just want to be able to make sure I'm doing the due diligence by my body like I should. Um, after that surgery, it's been five years since that surgery. It's September, May, five years. And my body went through ups and downs with it. And because of that, I was always in the hospital. I was always in the ER having to go to the ER to do things or have them do things to see what was wrong with me. But I was always getting the same results or the same doctors that didn't care or types of doctors that didn't care um, would try to just give me tramadol. Uh, by the way, tramadol is a no-no. You know, if you know, you know. Tramadol is really a no-no. Tramadol really doesn't do anything. It, it hinders more than it helps. I'm a living witness to that. So if you can avoid a doctor, even a general doctor trying to prescribe you tramadol, don't do it. Please don't do it. If you can't avoid it, take another alternative, seriously. Um, but just to kind of shoo me off, even like I said, in the hospital, they would try to prescribe me um, naproxen for the nausea and this tramadol for pain, um, which never really worked. So that was a big issue because it was usually county hospitals or whatever where I was having to go because I didn't have adequate insurance um, to try to save myself. And if I can help somebody avoid that, I most definitely will, uh, because even more so. And like I said, that was like 2017, 2018. 
here we are five years later, things are way worse now. Like I said, this is a post row world. So, you know, if they're going to be doctors or nurses or what have you, gynecologists or what have you, that are on the side of pro-life and pro-life only, um, then your chances of really being noticed and cared about are slim. And that's terrible. That is a horrible, horrible thing. Um, if healthcare professionals and these insurance companies and things of that nature were doing right by women, we wouldn't have documentaries like Below the Belt. Um, we wouldn't have documentaries like Aftershock. Aftershock was about two following two gentlemen who both of them lost their spouses post-birth. They did not take care of those women after birth. And these women died. Hospital negligence, that's all that is. And that is a very horrible thought to even fathom because you would think people would have a better regard for human life. But as we know, as we well know, that is not the case. Um, as I always tell y'all, my whole premise is to advocate, educate, and help. So please, please vote for the right people in your offices because they can, you know, they can be a part of the type of people that you have to deal with in situations like healthcare especially healthcare is a very delicate situation, especially for low income or low income, low class, middle class citizens. Like a lot of us women, we work nine to fives, we live paycheck to paycheck and we can only do so much while trying to stay healthy and hell stay alive. So do your research, do your research on your city, state representatives, all that stuff do your research on, you know, different types of doctors, not just a gynecologist, because a lot I know a lot of people that are trying to push away from Western medicine. I know a lot of people that are looking more into herbs to aid their ailments um, and things of that, and doulas instead of regular doctors, birthing centers, um, instead of going into hospitals, things of that nature, y'all. Like, do your research. Google seriously is your friend. Um, go visit, go walk into these places, see what's really going on. Look at your surroundings, see if there's something that you can even see your energy being in. Like, seriously, you really have to fight for yourself out here, especially now, y'all. Like, please, please keep in mind that your body for real is your temple. Your body is your temple. And if you are your best self, you can't do nothing else. You're not going to be able to be great to anybody else, y'all. I just hope and pray that whoever this reaches, even if it's just for one, one of y'all, even if it's just for one of y'all, I hope that everybody that adheres to this can help the next person. I just want y'all to be able to hear what I'm saying Take it for what it is. Go do your own research. Still do your own research. I am not a healthcare professional, so please still go to people that you, the people that you feel safe with speaking, because this is your body. I just don't even know another way to say it. This is your body. These are things that you need to protect because you cannot count on the next to protect it for you. That's all you. So just stay diligent, like I always say. Stay diligent. Keep your heads on a swivel. Like I said, anything that can help the next person, you should be found trying to do that for real. I just want to thank 
everybody up until the six months that from February when I had the thought, I want to thank my girl because that was who was there from minute one about the monthly. She knew the rough draft of everything before I even, because before it was Coochie Gang, it was Lady Mams. Lady Mams. I'm so serious. It really was. So like she's literally been there through this whole bill and I love and thank her for that. Kenny Kenneth Smith Porter with Dallas Wall Street. He was the one that brought my vision to life. I thank him dearly for everything that he's done for me. Every acquaintance, every person that I have met up until this point, every person that's interviewed with me, whether I knew you before that or I met you along the journey before the interview or after, every podcast that I've been on since the monthly has launched. I thank all of y'all for helping me spread the word and broaden my platform a little bit more. I thank everybody for every piece of advice that I've received in this last six months. I promise you everything that I've internalized from y'all, it has gone towards something to help this so I can continue to help y'all. So again, cheers to us, y'all. It is another six months on the way when I tell y'all it's going to be bigger and bolder. The stuff that I have planned for this next six months, I just really hope that my day one coochie gang and people that just joined, I just really hope y'all stick around because what I have going on and what I have planned, I got, I got some stuff. Like I really been, I'm not really good at biting my tongue, especially with super exciting stuff like that. But please just stay tuned. Please just stay tuned. Bear with me. I'm happy I still made the transition with me to, you know, from travel to home. I'm glad that all of the people that check on me outside of just coming to watch the videos or whatever, y'all call, y'all text, y'all DM me. Hey, you good? Hey, it's good. Hey, y'all proud of you. I'm proud of y'all. So I just appreciate my coochie gang. A lot of y'all, so real is like, I really appreciate y'all loving on me and loving on the monthly and wanting to be a part of something that helps women we are really like low-key and endangered species out here a little bit in some ways i'll put it like that and it is for us as women to protect other women at any cost at any cost because i'm one of those if i'm out somewhere and a guy is messing with hey leave her Leave that lady alone. She's just trying to have fun. She's just trying to enjoy herself. All that good stuff. So, but no, seriously, y'all. Thank you, Coochie Gang. Thank you to the people that I gain as friends and followers after this. All the people that have loved on me prior to this, during this. I thank y'all. I love y'all. Cheers to another six months. I'm out. See y'all later. Hey, Chris. Hey, girl. I just want to tell y'all, I'm so proud of you. Congrats on making it to six months. This podcast stuff ain't for the week. So from one podcaster to another, I just want to say congratulations, girl. I love you. You are inspiration and keep doing what you're doing. Bye. Hey, gang. I just wanted to say congratulations on your six-month mark with your podcast. You're doing an outstanding and amazing job. Always remember that you're doing everything that you are supposed to do. You're talking about the things that need to be addressed. Giving women um, a safe haven to express ourselves and talk about things that we may not feel comfortable sharing or talking about with others. And just providing that feedback on things that we may not be aware of or we may not know. Um, thank you for being the voice for that. 
Continue being the reason people talk about the monthly. Continue being the reason people talk about Coochie Gang. We support you and we back you a thousand percent. We love you. And you know, it's up. We here forever. We in for the long ride. Keep doing your ditty, baby. What is up, Coochie Gang? I just wanted to come through and wish my girl Chris a happy six-month anniversary. And I also wanted to just thank you for holding space for many of us women that have endured our own personal personal battles with reproductive issues and for also being vulnerable enough to share with the world your own situation. Thank you for bringing um, amazing guests on that's also educating other people about different aspects of the journey. Please, please continue to have these conversations. Please continue to hold space, not only for us, but for yourself. Because you, the work that you are doing is truly wonderful and you are changing lives day by day, testimony by testimony. So don't stop now, girl. It is only up from here. Again, congratulations on your six-month anniversary and I wish you nothing more but the best. Happy six-month anniversary to the Coochie Talks. I just want to thank you for sharing the information, for your honesty, your transparency, and giving women a space to talk about their health issues without feeling judged or, you know, feel like we're doing too much or we're saying too much on the internet thank you so much for that space like, i'm so grateful that i stumbled across your account on twitter so happy six month anniversary to the coochie talks and i'm wishing you all the blessings in the world i want to say congratulations to six incredible and courageous months to the monthly you're making such a big difference in women's lives and i'm so glad that i get to be a part of it and watch you grow and here's two, six more. Congratulations. Hey y'all, just wishing a happy six month anniversary to my sister, Chris, and the Coochie Gang. Um, many blessings and many more people you'll help. Uh, thank you for all that you do for the empowerment of women of color locally and soon abroad. Keep going, keep speaking, do not give up. Um, and no matter who celebrates you, as long as God gave you the vision, it's going to happen. Bye. It's lit. What's lit? I'm going to tell y'all in a second. Hold on. Let me go ahead and get right. Let me tell y'all what we celebrating right quick. You know what I'm saying? We, we about to toast to the monthly. The monthly, ladies and gentlemen, just turned six months. You feel me? These days, six months, nine months. 12 months a year a year and a half we celebrating all of that because it takes a lot to take a leap of faith and go for something that you believe in your heart is going to be beneficial so shout out to you shout out to the monthly shout out to the coochie gang happy six months next time you see a video from me it'll be a year holla <laughs>